It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. Talking birds. What up? going on, buddy? All right, Jason Kelsey's back. Yeah. People are freaking out about TJ Edwards. We're well, doing people, good. I feel like to camera. Joe to camera is freaking out. Freaking out, dude. It, I'm like, relax, pal. It's an interesting time to be doing Eagles pods because as we're recording, stuff is going to happen. And then in like four hours, so we're recording this at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, there'll be other stuff that happens. But what what I do think, and I've felt this pretty strongly over the last two days, I understand the people that are tweeting and the people that are saying, relax, it's only day one, there's plenty of time. There is truth to that. That is a factual statement. Factual. What I don't like is... The dunking on people that are reacting to what's happening in the moment, right? Like, I understand that they have plenty of time to do stuff. They added Bradbury after the draft last year, if I'm not mistaken. They added Yeah, they added all of them. CJ, DJ was after the draft. Yes. But I will say, it's a AJ Brown was at the draft. At the draft, right. Bit of an anomaly. When you look at traditionally under Howie, who they've added post-draft, not day of, like, not in the draft, post-draft, it is not a long list of contributing players. So... You know, while I don't think it's it's definitely 100% not time to panic at all. Nobody should be panicking. I just, I, I want to make sure that we don't, we like that fans are still allowed to react in the moment how they you feel. Could de- no, yeah. you could definitely react how you feel. I just think the bigger thing is that people are reacting to to what we expected. Yeah, like people are reacting like they didn't. We didn't just spend the last month saying, "Hey, guess what? They're not going to be able to sign a lot of guys. A lot of they have eight million dollars in salary cap, right? And I don't even million. think they have that. So it's under eight million yeah. in salary cap, like." We knew this was going to happen. That's what I don't get is people freaking out. You have to be like, oh, my God, we lost Javon Hargrave. 
earmuffs, one, two, three. No fucking shit. We lost Javon Hargrave. We've been telling you for a month yeah. that you're going to lose. So, like, I get it. I don't disagree. Like, I think fans should be able to react however they want to react in any situation and all that. But, but again, I, I don't... I don't understand the freaking out about losing players when when this was expected. And the point with the weight, which where I agree with it, is like you can't judge the class until the class happens. I like, agree. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen over the next few days. We don't know where these players are going to end up, who's going to end up back on the Eagles. And again, basic point, like... This is what happens. They almost won the Super Bowl last year. They had the, you know, what many people believe is the best roster in the history of the franchise because they had Jalen for a million bucks or whatever it was, a million and a half, whatever it was. Like, that changes now. That's the situation that you're in. That's life in the NFL. Yeah. So, like, I get it, but I'm also, I, I think it's unfair to, to, you know, be upset with Howie or whatever that. that the yeah. players are leaving when he told you what was going to happen. We told you what was going to happen. Everyone knew what was going to happen. And he did everything he could to almost win the freaking Super Bowl last yeah. year. So I, I agree that people knew this was going to happen. I do think there is a difference between knowing it is going to happen, and this is in every walk of life, between knowing it's going to happen and it happening. You know? Like, <laughs> sure. Right? I, I think that the emotion that fans felt yesterday really was probably a disappointment. And I'll say from from my perspective, um, not to get into a Super Bowl debate again, but before the Super Bowl, I did feel, and I still feel this way, that the season was going to be a success, even if they won or lost that game. Watching all these guys leave does hammer home the fact uh-huh. at what a great chance they uh-huh. had that they did. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, I still feel the way I victory feel. Lap. No, no, no. It's I a victory lap I don't even feel. want to take, but it's, it's a I'm victory lap. Saying, I'll take them. You, know, you, you take them when you get them, and, I, and that's a win. I think, I think that as much as people can know it was going to happen and people can expect it, seeing Hargrave leave, seeing Epps leave, seeing TJ. Because also, like, Epps and TJ were two guys that you thought, like, might be back just because they might not get that much money. I think when people and they didn't, they, and they didn't, didn't get, get that a ton much money. of money. And I think when people expected a mass exodus, it was going to be the Bradbury, the big the CJs, guys, yeah. the hard. But they could keep those guys still. Like they, they could, could, you know. So right. I, that's my point. like we're freaking out. James Bradbury is not signed anywhere. CJ DJ is not signed anywhere. Yeah. They've made no other moves. Slay is still on the roster. Other than the Kelsey thing, Slay is still on the roster. Like I get it. And again, I'm bummed. I think TJ Edwards is a nice football player. I'm not as bummed as many because unlike it seems like. Uh, all of Philadelphia somehow, no one believes in Kobe Dean anymore, so that's weird. He's played like zero at real meaningful NFL well, minutes. I think that's but, why. But again, that's yeah. crazy. I don't know how you can be excited about him last year when they drafted him and not be excited to see him play now. Like, that makes zero sense to me. Zero. Well, I think it's because he couldn't get on the field. Because they had good players. Yeah, yeah, they but were I'm trying saying, to win a Super Bowl. I, like, I think no I, one got hurt. They didn't have injuries. Like, yeah. of course he didn't get on the field. I'm not, they, like, we all knew that Nicobe Dean was not going to start last year. Like, right. And now he's going to get a chance. And people should be excited about Nicobe Dean. I, let's put it this way if I had to choose, you can have one linebacker for the next three years, I would take Nicobe Dean over TJ Edwards. Really? Like, personally. Of course I would. I, I think it's fair to be cautiously optimistic about Nicobe. Of course I, you should I be really, optimistic. I really do think, though, like he fell to the third round for a reason. Sure, and, yeah. but, but but again, the whole Peck thing was part of it. That was a big thing. That was a part of it. He's injured and all that. Like mm-hmm. that proved to not be true or not be an issue, and he was fine. Right. So that was a part of him dropping. And second of all, yes, he dropped. But first of all, linebackers aren't valued. We know that. But on top of that, like he dropped. But uh, and I understand that's how he's valued in the NFL. 
I right, get well, and the that. perception of dropping I get that, too, but, you know. But, like, but again, but but that's why the dropping matters because like smart football people are like when Daniel Jeremiah says something about a prospect, you're like, oh really? Okay, yeah, I let agree me with that. Daniel yeah. Jeremiah is like 22nd best player in the draft. Yeah, all right. Like so many of those guys did. Kuiper, McShay, all those guys had him as a first round talent. Like mm-hmm. forgetting where he went, like he was evaluated in the pre-draft process, not by the teams. I get it, but by people who know what they're talking about as a as a well, first Daniel round Jeremiah talent. Daniel Jeremiah talks to teams. Yes. Right, so. so like something happened. And that's okay, but I still think to 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 not be excited. If you were excited about them getting Nicobe D in the third round last year, you should be super excited about watching him play this year. I I agree. I I think that you know seeing Nicobe last year in person, he's definitely smaller than I thought. Watch, I mean, I knew watching. He's the same size yeah. as Zach Thomas, who just made the Hall I, of Fame. I, dude, I again, I'm not out on Nicobe Dean. I'm just saying. I think saying you would take him over TJ, it's not the slam dunk you make. I think TJ is a good player. TJ is a good player. Yeah, That's not. Yeah. A, I'm just saying, if I had to choose one of those two guys for the next three to four years or whatever, I would. Right. I believe in Nickobe's upside more than I believe in TJ's. Yeah, and I, I'll be interested. I would be interested to know if both were free agents right now. Now TJ's played, but I'd be TJ's interested to know played. If, I'm saying I'm saying I wonder if the 32 future. GMs got to pick out of the two, who would they pick? I'd just be curious to know. It'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. But but overall, with the defense and the the players leaving, I, I think that. Again, people saw it coming. People expected it to come. I still do think it hurts when you go through it and you see where they like Javon goes to to forty to the 49ers, right? I think that my opinion on this overall is look, we've had debates about how much defense matters, whatever. Obviously, defense matters, right? And I do think when you look at this roster, like the main problem right now is the defensive tackle spot. I think as long as they keep Slay, I think their secondary will be mostly okay. I think that, to your point, Nicobe will have a chance. Maybe they'll bring back Kaiser. My concern with losing Javon Hargrave, and what's crazy is when you think about the fact they lose Javon Hargrave and they still bring back, I think, three players with double-digit sacks, Graham, Reddick, and Sweat. So not many teams can lose a double-digit sack guy and still have three more that are coming back. They, like, they still would have led the league in sacks without Javon Hargrave right. the team is like the, the team is not going to be devoid of talent on defense. The, some of their best players if not their best players, are still under contract, right? Like, Slay is still here. Uh, Reddick. Reddick, exactly. Sweat, I'm sometimes torn on, but he was a double-digit sack edge guy, so he certainly is, is in that discussion. He he is back, right? So I think the defense will still have enough talent to compete. My biggest concern is, and this goes to like what I value in, in rosters, whenever me and you preview games, whenever we talk about them, it's quarterback, offensive line, defensive line. I still feel really good about the quarterback. I still feel really good about the offensive line. The defensive line I still feel good about, but my biggest concern from what happened on Monday is just they have to do something at defense. Yeah, we da- both agree Jordan on that. Davis is not enough for me. I, uh, I can't not. talk myself into the well, Jordan I Davis. I can talk myself in the Jordan Davis thing. Again, same idea. Look, how many players have had bad first seasons and been good football yeah, players? Sure. I mean, Brandon Graham alone. We just mentioned right. his name. I mean, there have been so many dudes who it takes time to figure it out. You're the one who in the middle of the season when he had the ankle strain yeah. was like, don't expect anything from Jordan Davis this season. You are right. You nailed yeah. it. Like, I, I just... I'm, I think it's crazy to be out on Jordan Davis, right? Look, he might not end up being a good player, but, like, we we don't know that yet. We have no idea. Like, give this kid a chance to play in the NFL and to actually get real snaps and to actually grow into being an NFL football player. So, so I heard this stat, and props to Bo Wolf uh, of The Athletic for it. Um, Jordan Davis didn't have a single qu- quarterback hit last year, which is pretty wild. And I, It's I, not that surprising. I mean, we well, didn't see him really rush the passer much. But I, I think that what I guess what I'm saying is when you project the defensive tackle spot next year, like Jordan you Davis— You need some pressure from the inside. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like Jordan Davis 
wasn't a pass rusher in college. He now you're right. The second half of the year, if he got hurt, you can kind of wipe that away. Just throw it out. But early on, like he did play, I think seven or eight games, if not more, before he got hurt. So he didn't get any pressure there. So with like, I guess my overall thing with Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean is, I still think they have high upside. I'm not out on them. I just I can't talk myself. I'm not there at least. Where if when I look at the defense next year, I go, okay, well they have Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. Well, no one's up. saying they're gonna. Oh, they're gonna. Be, we all look. The defense is gonna be worse yeah, next year. The defense year. is gonna be worse. We all yeah. knew this. Right. This is what we. That's why I'm like, your thing better be right, Elliot. It's all on you now. Yeah. You are the the the. The the like uh, well, it's all shining Jaylen light carrying offense, us through yeah. this with offense wins in the NFL. Yeah. Offense matters most. Don't care about the defense. That's what the Eagles are doing. They're doing your philosophy. Elliot Short Parks, Howie Roseman a on the move. same page. Yeah. But right, you. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't support that from a, well, from a team building I, perspective. I, I do support it. Yeah, I, I am not freaking out the way people are. I Good. am right. I am but, not either. But I also I was thinking about this this morning and I was running, and this isn't a perfect point. But when we were previewing the Super Bowl. A lot of the reason I thought the Chiefs would win, I and I eventually picked the Eagles, but a lot of the reason I thought the Chiefs would win is because they had a better quarterback and the head coach. And I think if you're if you're an Eagles fan that's saying, oh my God, we have holes everywhere and you're concerned. And the Chiefs didn't have holes everywhere. They had a good roster too. But if you want reason to be optimistic, it's that the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Mostly, look, the defense was bad, but mostly because the quarterback played better for Kansas City because he didn't make the one mistake. And definitely Andy Reid and the coaching staff outcoached. Andy Reid. I don't think you could say. I mean, one mistake, yeah, yes. Yeah, well, I'm but saying, like, overall, Andy Reid and Mahomes didn't make a mistake, but I think Hurts played just as well as Mahomes did. Andy Reid was just I, light yeah, years I, better. I, yeah. I agree with that. But I'm saying, I think overall, the head coach and the quarterback for the Chiefs, as a package, were one. better. We're sure. better, right? Yep. So I think that the, the reason to be hopeful and to... I'm not just saying this. The reason to be really hopeful if you're an Eagles fan is that the Eagles have Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. You're damn right. That like That's so what we, I've been saying. We can talk about all the losses and everything, but the other part of this too is when you look around the conference. So this is where, where the point I was going to make. And you made this point. Like, yeah. Not only do they have the best roster still, they have by far, in my opinion, the best quarterback. It's not even coach. close. Yeah, right. Again, Dak is number two. Yeah. Dak is the second best I was court- trying to make and a list. it's kind of not that close between Dak and anyone else. I mean, depending on how you feel about, you know, I, I Derek talk- Carr I stepping say, into the Carr, league. Carr, Goff, like That's Justin what I mean. Fields. That's what I mean. I mean so, man. so while the Javon Hargrave thing matters, and I, I don't want to become the defense doesn't matter at all guy. Like, I know oh, it really? matters, you, right? You pounded that well, table I'm, for I, a really I'm long saying time. offense matters more. I understand it sucks they're losing these guys, but at the end of the day, I just truly do believe because they have such an advantage of head coach and quarterback, they will be able to overcome the obstacles that they're going to yeah, face. Yeah, I, I, I actually, again, and I was high on them last year. I thought they'd go 12 and 5. I didn't have them coming out of the NFC, but I actually feel heading into this season, feel better about their chances to win the NFC than I did heading into last sure. season. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, the only they thing should that, be the favorite. The and only thing are. that's going to stop them is the fact that it's hard to reap. Yeah. Like from, a, from an X's and O's and perspective, if you just look at it, yeah. like the Niners, the Niners added Hargrave, right? So everyone's like, oh, who's their quarterback? Well, that's what I'm saying. So, and I think this is what happens in free agency. When a team adds somebody, it's like, oh, that's a big Look move. Look at this D-line. Well, You're like, never going to beat them. Yes, I agree. Oh, I but also, well. the, Eagles, Hurts. the Eagles still have a better defensive line, in my opinion. Oh, I don't know about that. But. I mean, Reddick is just as good as Bosa if we're yeah, not right they there. Have, they have Armstead and Hargrave and Kinlaw. I mean, they're yeah, better. I mean, but, well, Kinlaw kind of sucks. He's not great, right. but still. But they have, the Eagles have Sweat. They have Graham. Like like you said, like if you take thing. away Hargrave, it's they still take. have more sacks than the Eagles will have Jalen Carter soon enough. Yeah, and the Eagles will add somebody. But ultimately... The Niners' biggest problem, and it's the reason I won't take them seriously all year, 
they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, now, exactly. could Trey Lance become? Who sure. knows, right? But their biggest question is at the biggest position in all of sports. Yeah. So when I look at it, it's like, all right, the Bears added T.J. Edwards. I like that signing. It's a fine signing. They they also signed, uh, what's his face? Edmonds, Edmonds, right? For a lot of money. Good signing. Like, it, it really, that this I guess what I'm trying to get to when I say defense doesn't matter, because it does matter. It's just offense matters more. So I can't, so when the Eagles offense is going to be so good, like they have their two receivers come, their two elite receivers coming back. They've got her coming back. They have their offensive line coming back besides Sam Malu, which is what it is. Hertz is coming back. Like, I, I can't get too worked up about the losses in free agency. And I understand fans that do because it sucks to watch guys that you rooted for walk away. Like, I get that. I just can't get too worked up about it. Not because of the timing of the offseason or anything, but it's because they're so stacked on offense. They are, they are stacked on offense. And for that reason, I I just still very much believe in the team. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm right there with you. And again, I think it is it is especially uh, impactful when you talk about it compared to the rest of the conference. Like, that matters. That's yeah. the teams you have to face to get to the freaking Super Bowl. Like, that's it. You got to beat the area. There you go. You got to beat these teams to get the Super Bowl. You've, you have you will have the better quarterback in every playoff game you play. Period. End of story. Like, that yeah. barring, barring, like, <laughs> barring you know, injuries, barring whatever, barring, yeah. like, a, a, like fields a taking a leap unexpected or trade yeah. the NFC or something like that. Yes, exactly. So, I, I'm with you, man. I think... I think Eagles, and I, and again, I get your point. I just, and I understand being upset when players leave. Like, look, I like T.J. Edwards too. Like, he's a great story. He's a really good guy. He went out there and handled his yeah, business. Epps is the well. same thing. Not in the Epps Super is the Bowl, same story. but you know, he was, he was fine. Um, bad in the Super Bowl, but a nice player and all that. But, but again, like, it's more that, like, I didn't, I, what else were we doing the last month other than emotionally preparing ourselves right. for this? Like, why were we doing well, these podcasts saying, hey, we're, do you being like, hey, they might not keep any of the big three. This, that, like, why right. were we saying this stuff if not to be prepared for yesterday? Yeah, like, but why again, did we do you all can, this? You can know it's coming and have it still hurt, <sighs> you know? Like, yeah. you can for sure. 100%. I know. I know. Hey, let me say this about TJ and the Super Bowl, too. Because I, I heard you guys talking about it on the and morning again, show. Real I've quick, seen. real quick. Yeah, I'm going to let you say about TJ, but also, like, T.J. Edwards and Marcus Epps, okay? Like, T.J. Edwards and Marcus Epps. Like, can we please not yeah, cry? They're, they're good players, They're for fine. Sure. They're yeah. fine players. No, I think they're good. They're, good. they're borderline they're good. good. I mean, uh, we're not, Marcus Epps is not good yet. T.J. Edwards, you could say, is good. They're both fine players, yeah. in my opinion. They're closer to just the guys than they are different makers, for sure. Absolutely I agree with you on and that. And a caller made a good point about T.J., and you can make your T.J. point, but he's like, uh, look, what plays did he make? Yeah, he had a bunch of tackles. I agree. He's like, how many forced fumbles? Zero. I agree How with many that. impactful plays did T.J. Edwards make on defense? Not that many. Same for Epps. I Same, can't th- exactly. Off the top of my head, yeah. I can't think of many for Epps. I think Josiah Scott might have had more interceptions than, than Marcus Epps. But um, my thing with the Super Bowl in terms of, you know, like T.J. didn't have a good Super Bowl, blah, blah. No one on the defense really. No, I know. I'm so just throwing I, that no, out I'm, not, there. I'm yeah. just saying in general. But TJ had a particularly like, like Chauncey. TJ was, looked like he did not deserve to be on the field for I the mean, Super Bowl. for what it's worth, like just say for everyone, Chauncey was on the field for the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was one of the <laughs> best players in the Super Bowl, though. He actually played pretty well, yeah. comparatively at Comparatively. Least. I got I mean, And again, it's a low bar, but right. I think he was the point is Well, as Slay said, they only give up say, 180 yards. Well, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to say, TJ Edwards was one of the worst players on the field in the Super Bowl. Like, that's just a fact. That happened. I'll take your word for it. He was horrible. He got it, part of Andy Reid's coaching was like, let's abuse that guy, you know? Well, it'll be interesting to see how his replacement does. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I, I let, let, I'll tell you what. You know what, N'Kobe Dean is? He's faster. He's way faster than is he? Edwards. Yeah, sure. N'Kobe is small, man. And again, I said this last year, and I, it is where I will remain on the N'Kobe thing. 
Watching Jalen Hurts succeed makes me believe in N'Kobe in the way that if guys are just really good, I'm just letting you know as someone like N'Kobe, great guy, he is undersized for a line. So so what? There's so many guys who are undersized. You're talking about taking blocks on and and coverage. But if you're smart, if you can get off those blocks, I mean, again, Zach Thomas literally just got put in the Hall of Fame. He's like the same size. He also played in a little bit of a different game for what it's worth. Yeah, they ran a lot more. You need to be a tougher tackler. You need to be be better in the running game when Zach Thomas played. My concern with N'Kobe is I don't know if he's big enough to be an impact in the running game. I don't know if he's athletic enough for coverage. That is my concern. He was certainly athletic enough to play well he in the was. SEC. Yes, the he fr- was. So, which a lot of the guys he played in the SEC, you know what they're doing now? They're playing in the freaking NFL right now. Right? It'll be interesting to see in a few years how, how the Georgia it's like how the Georgia out on players. Kobe Dean. No, no, a year no, ago, no one's people out were on so Nicobe. excited about this guy. I don't guy. think anyone's out on Nicobe. But I do think oh, it's he's fair. Tiny, so well, small. I do he think it's too fair. Tiny. To, he wasn't too tiny in I mean, the we SEC to be the best player on the best defense we've ever seen in college football. We can't just ignore an entire year of NFL. He didn't play, man. He didn't play. You just said TJ Edwards is only just a guy. Right? No, 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 no. Well, sorry, I think okay, you said he's a borderline I think he's good player. Borderline good player. Right. But but again, yes, at that point in his career, he's way ahead of Nicobe Dean. You know who right. played his first year either? TJ Edwards. I know, yeah. Look what we're sure. talking about. And Nicobe will be a rookie next year, so we'll see. But I mean, look, this is more down the road. But it's it's but. the it's the offshoots of the stuff. It's yeah, you know, if you're uh, it's it's for the people who are freaking out about losing TJ Edwards. I'm I mean, saying don't freak out that This much. is what it's gonna be. On the Eagles' defense, it is going to be guys that you're not sure about heading into. Sure, the, last year there were not many of those but guys. You know, it, Brad but, but Barry, again, like, but again, well, Marcus Epps was one of those guys last year, right? We had no idea. We're and like, to be ah, fair, even Reddick was kind Edwards of one of those was guys. A, I guess a couple there was, years ago, yeah. two years ago, TJ Edwards. I don't know about this guy. We'll see what happens. Right. Like that's what happens. I agree with you that. Know? Yeah, Hassan Reg, they signed him. Right. You didn't even love it when they signed him. You can't pay everybody at every position. Exactly, right. and you've got a quarterback who's going to make at least a lot of money. You can, if you do, it's just going to mess your cap up. For the future. Yes, that is true, too. All right. Uh, I want to keep this conversation going, but just download the Vat Parks. Please. Sportsbook and Casino app. The app is so much fun. We've had so much fun. Um, well, obviously, and it's, uh, it's the tournament. The, and it's the tournament. So, yeah. yes, the Parks picks back on Thursday. We'll obviously keep talking Eagles, but we're going to talk tournament. I've already got my favorite team. You're going to have to wait for Thursday to find out. I did a ton of research this year, Elliot. Oh, did you? So, I'm going to be ready to carry so this I filled pod. My, I filled my I'm bracket I'm going to be ready out. to carry this pod. I basically just did it off like schools I recognize. It's good. Yeah. yeah Who do you have winning it? Are you going to save up. it? I guess. Yeah, I'm going to save it. Hold up, though. I guess I recognize most of them. I was just I mean, saying. Like, I should say. Don't you? I recognize mean, I mean, in recognize in terms of like these these teams have traditionally been good, been good at college basketball. Okay, good. Yeah. good Obviously, good. I knew the majority of the schools yes. on the list. Majority. Yes. Well, I, I I would bet there was a few you probably didn't hear of. I bet you I know all of them. There was one or two. Furman, I don't have to listen front. Never heard of Furman before. I think I've heard of Form, uh, Furman. <laughs> there is not Mark Furman. No, right. Let me pull the bracket up. Go ahead, though. Yeah, I want you to throw. Yeah, I'll do this. Then you throw some at me. So again, the tournament, Elliot. What a great point by Elliot. We there is nothing more fun than betting on the tournament. We've had so much fun. You just sit down, you put some bets down. You got such an investment in these games. Plus, let's all be honest. You're not going to win your bracket. Sorry, <laughs> it's gonna not gonna happen. You're gonna pull with three thousand people. Guess who's gonna win it? One of those three thousand. It's crazy 3, to think there's someone odds. out there that actually wins it. Yeah, it, could, it ain't ever me. I'll tell right. you that much. You know what's fun? Winning some bets instead of just banking on this stupid bracket thing. Of course, also you can bet live in game, which is a wild ride, is a blast. Opportunities to make money, um, and of course you can bet on player performances and the majors uh, and the professional sports, all that good stuff. And new users, if you bet ten dollars. You can get $125 in sports bonus if your mm. first bet wins. Think about that. Download the app now. Make a Parks Future Wager. 
current Bet Parks odds on which teams go win the college basketball championship on April 3rd, like we were talking about. Uh, and again, new users can bet $10 and get up to $125 in sports bonus back. If your first bet is a winner, check the website for terms and conditions at betparks.com. Download the app now. It's the only sports betting app that we here at GoBirds recommend. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, throw some at me. I can only find one, really. That you didn't In retrospect. Iona? I-O-N-A? You know that one? Of course I know that one. Do you know who Iona's coach is? No. It's a guy you've heard of. Okay, so who is it? Rick Pitino is that coach at Iona. Wow, how about that? How about that? You didn't see um, that one coming, did there you? There was none other really that... Well, actually, this is a small school. I, so you might have heard of it, but it's pretty small. Uh, Penn State. Oh! <laughs> no, I've never heard of this Never one. heard of it? Yeah. yeah. All right, that's all. That's one. good. That's good. Emily went to Penn State. Shout out to Did mom. she? She is. We Penn are. State grad. Wow. They are. She is. As a I'm Temple not. grad, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Not a Penn State guy. A bunch of losers. Who, yeah. I, look, it is what it is. I'm sure there's Penn State listeners that are great people. But yeah. I mean, again, my wife. Of, yeah, you're what. There's some ass. of them. Yeah. Big fan of her. Right. But, you know, Penn Overall, State. Overall, not the biggest fan the of Penn State. For the most part, losers across yeah. the board. Yeah. I mean, fair to say. Yeah. I mean, bunch of losers, Penn State. There you go. Total, total. I got losers. a free agency question for you. Oh, good. Would you bring back Fletcher Cox? No. Definitely? Definitely. I mean, again, look, there, there's a number for everything. Right. right? Three mil a year. But you don't have interest in bringing him back. No, I don't. Why? I don't. Because I I just, first and foremost, like, I don't think that he is, like, when we talk about the BG thing and how much he matters from a culture leadership perspective, like, I just don't think Fletcher Cox is that guy. I think he's been here long enough. We've seen it, the kind of way he goes about his business long enough to know that, like, I'm sure he probably has helped people along the way. He was voted a captain. Yeah, that's fine. I think he's probably a bit of a. Yeah, you're Fletcher Cox. He's just not that guy. So, from that perspective, he doesn't do that much. He's just not a good enough football player for me anymore. Like, how many impact plays did Fletcher Cox make last year? It's crazy. He had. Did he have eight sacks? Seven sure. and a half. I don't know what like it was, that. but but again, I I like it's not I, a lot. That's not a small amount of sacks. Do you sacks. remember watching games and saying, "Wow, look at Fletch out there"? No, I'm sure there don't. were a few. Moments, I'm sure there were a sure. few moments here and there. Seven and My half point eight is, is whatever the money he's going to get, it's going to be more than I'm going to pay. So, like again, I'm sure there's a number where I would say, "Yeah, come on back, Fletch," but I, I just I don't think it's going to be anywhere near the number he's going to get. So, I think bringing Kelsey back was smart. I think Brandon for the money. I think that in a, in if you look at just Fletcher's case individually, I think it makes sense to maybe pay him more than you would feel comfortable. Again, I'm not doing 14 million dollars. I'm not but, even close but, to that. But I would consider. I uh, see so no. nine, nope, ten. Nope, nope, nope. I mean, the nope. need is be like five for me to bring five, six maybe. The Fletcher. need is there. I know it and is. He's a good she's player. Not, he's a he's good not player. that good a player anymore, though. He's fine. He takes plays off. He is, uh, you know, he. I, I think. I think the reputation of coordinator, literally in a well, press to conference. To be fair. A lot of them I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But again, like, is that what you want? Like, my concern with Fletcher, though, not in an individual cases. I do wonder about bringing Kelsey Graham and Cox. Oh yeah, I think from an optics you know, and it's perspective. unfair that Fletcher is the odd man out there. He I guess is. He's, but he's he is. That. He just kind of is. Earned yeah, that. He yeah. has earned that. He has not been the great eagle that Kelsey and Graham have. He just hasn't. Like, sorry. Like, it I is agree what with it that. Is. It's just crazy because you would probably hear people say that they thought Fletcher was a better player than Brandon. But I think Brandon has had a better career as an Eagle Absolutely. than Fletcher. Absolutely. Just yes. how I feel. It's, and, I think everyone feels that yeah. way. So, and I agree. I think Fletcher Cox is a better football player. But they do need like they do need defensive tackles. They do. But again, they absolutely do. Look, uh, th- all right, if you're going to spend, let's put it this way, if you're going to spend $8 million on a defensive tackle, I'd rather just be some new dude. You'd rather be a new dude. The okay. point is then so give you'd it rather, to Fletcher Cox. You, and, and again, I'm Mr. New Blood, so yeah. I'm fine with that too. 
I'm just saying, after Hart with Hargrave leaving and the way the market looks right now, I, I would, get it. They need defensive tackles. Yeah, I get I'm it. more into it than I thought I would be a month ago. I just Fletcher doesn't do it for me. Like I just, especially another year, another age. Yeah, like again, it's, he I'm has fine declined. with them not. He has been him. a steady decline as far as aging. Curve well, what's is crazy gone. is I feel like he was a steady decline, and then last year it shot up. It was better, but again, yeah. it was part of such a big defense, such a, a great year for the defense. Like I think a rising ties tide raised yeah, all think, ships for sure. Yeah. But then you can make the argument with Brandon too. But the Brandon sure, got I think like Brandon, no money. Yeah, I think yeah. Brandon did. He's just got no money. Exactly. Right. That's the point. Yeah, Brandon, Which is funny it's like in such a no brainer. It's like, you know, he got no money. He's going to make six mil. Or whatever, yeah, three yeah. million dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. But it is nothing. You know? Yeah, I mean, comparatively. Like, I'd be interested to know what he actually could have gotten. Yeah. I'm not saying he didn't take less money. could have gotten But more. I don't think it was probably like, I don't think it was massive, but I think it was, no, I think it was probably like, you know, five or six a year, but it was like probably two years, three or seven, seven a year, two years, something like that. I think he could have got. Um, but no, ultimately, again, a, a, again, there's a price for everything. I don't think I'll be in Fletcher Cox's. If career. they do sign him, will, you, will your reaction be then? I guess that it's a it's a mistake. It depends what the money is. Okay. Yeah. Like again, like if it's six, I think he's going to get more money. That's my then, point. Yeah. If it's six mil a year for Fletcher, if they're like, hey, Fletcher's coming back on a one year six million dollar deal, I'll be like, great signing. Like that's Hargrave phenomenal. Getting, Hargrave awesome job. getting twenty one. That's my point. Like Fletcher's going to get double digits. Yeah. Probably, I would think know? that look, Fletcher is not as good as Hargrave anymore. I don't know if Hargrave is twice the player Fletcher is. Yeah, it's fair. So, so like, yeah. from a perspective of money, I would think Fletcher is going to be a double digit. Yeah, I think you will too. <clears throat> I'd be shocked if he's not somewhere in that general range, and I just can't do that. But you do look. I'm with you on the defensive tackle being the biggest hole on this football yes. team right now. The bigger most than corner number two. Yeah, I think it's the most important hole to fill in this. All team. right, where are you at with Chauncey? I, look, I'm, I'm kind of where I've always been. I'd be happy to have him back. It does feel like. There's a really good chance he's going to be back now. I know. Yeah, I feel like it's trending that way. Yes, now. I think there's just been enough. And look, I agree. You had a really good point that you said on the Tuesday pod. You said it on the morning show today. But the idea that that you know, when if the Eagles had a 25 year old that they wanted to sign, they just haven't gotten it done. right. So like, I do think that's When's interesting. The last Eagles player you saw tweeting with other teams. No, you're being right. Like, oh, yeah. that'd be fun. Yeah, it's Slay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, true. Someone that that I guess should say is a free agent, although Slay essentially is. Yeah. In a way. yeah. Uh, but look, I, it does. I think there's been enough rumblings around the Eagles wanting him from you know, like John Clark and this and that. Like there are enough people out there saying, "Oh, the Eagles want this guy back." That I believe that. I believe that the Eagles do want him back. Yeah, I think so too. So in that case, where he hasn't signed anywhere yet, the the. I, like I do think there's a good chance now. The Jesse Bates thing yesterday scared me a little bit. Got a I mean, lot that of contract money. was I think Jesse, massive. I, I think he's better. Jesse, Jesse Bates, Bates is a better, better than Chauncey. There's no question. Yeah, and he's a prototypical safety. Is right. Chauncey's only played the position for, for like a eleven games. Yeah, or something exactly. Like that. So I, I do think that you know that was that was a big contract. I think Chauncey will not get that. Um, I think if I had to like bet right now, if you said you know you know life's on the line, will Chauncey Gardner be an Eagle next season or not? I would have said no a week ago. I think today I probably would say yes. I'm so torn. <laughs> you've been. This is about the whole like, process. I feel pretty confident. I about would other say though you've been. Well, you're you're very good at this. You're very good at having Thank reads you. on the on the right. team, on the players, on the decisions. Like you're really good at it. I feel like throughout this whole month, this has been the most unsure on like a my player gut, you've ever been. I think my gut is telling me no. Wow. I just it would be so unlike them to go through this with a player. You know, like, I just think if the Eagles want him, it'd be done. The Eagles are not a team. I know they're good negotiators, but almost always when they want someone and they sign someone, it is, like, reported and it comes out up top of the line money. You Mm -hmm. know, very rarely do the Eagles—the Eagles are not cheap. They're 
they're good negotiators, but I think that they realize when there is a player that is worth a certain amount, they're going to have to pay that certain amount to get him. Unless you're paying him early, in which case then the player is getting a benefit too. This is why with the Jalen thing, I, I, I don't think that J- I know it hasn't happened yet, but I really do think the Jalen thing is going fine. I think it's mostly just waiting for the timing. I think your take, out. when you said it and on the last pod or two pods ago or whatever, the idea of do we think they're waiting to they have a better idea to structure that first year, that made it was I like a makes light a lot bulb of sense, going right? off. It was yeah. like, oh, that's it. Right. That's what's and happening. there's really no rush because I know the other quarterbacks could sign. I just don't think it's going to – I think the Eagles are going to pay Jalen – Top three quarterback money. Oh yeah, know? he's gonna get paid. Right. So I, I don't think this is a like the Daniel Jones thing was like embarrassing for the Giants. Real quick, real quick on the on the contract thing. Can we just touch on that? Because there has been a very big like um like pushback. Are you on, doing the dead money thing? The, no, no, no. The Hertz contract thing. Okay. Just the whole concept of like you know everyone like freaking out if anyone's like, like first of all. I agree with everyone. Like Jalen Hurts should not take less money. If I were him, I would tell him take everything you can get, whatever he wants to win, structure, help the team out. But you are you. This is generational money. Take your money. Right. But there also is a difference where if you're an Eagles fan, it's okay to say that you hope he takes less money. Of like it's the truth, right? right? Any Eagles fan wants Jalen Hurts to take less money. I want him to get paid and get his stuff, but it's okay to say I, I want him to take less money because it's better for my team. I think I think it's an instance. And I want him to get paid. He should get paid personally, but like, I, if he takes less money, I'm going to be happy about it. i like, that's awesome. So I think this is an instance where both sides are right. Exactly. You know? Like, exactly. <laughs> but I think it's become something where it's like... Right, it's like offensive to say people get really mad money. at people if you don't like you know, and yeah. I, I think you should be like it'd be great if he takes. I don't, I don't think he's going to, and he sh- he shouldn't have to. Right, he sh- there's nothing wrong with Jalen Hurts if he doesn't, but of course it'd be great for the Eagles if he did. Well, and also let's not get it twisted. It would be it would be for Jalen's career. It would it be, would be better for his right. career. I now, agree, or at least from from winning from a winning win, from losing. the roster around him yes. perspective. Now again, like, and I actually think about this often. Like, obviously, I'm not making $50 million a year. But let's say work came to me and said, Elliot, we need you to take an X amount of a salary dump so that we can keep James, right? Like, I, I would have to seriously consider yeah, that. You same know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. And, and, and I'm making way less money, right? Yeah. So there is part of me that when people just dismiss the idea that he should take less money to help his roster, like, it is going to impact his everyday life. Like, Jalen's contract, Jalen is going to make enough money where and generational like Jalen is not going to be thinking about the money in his bank yeah. account you know like so ultimately if I'm Jalen I think there's a strong argument for being like you know what like it was going to be awesome if if I take less money we can keep Devante because Devante mm-hmm. is my friend he'll be there every day it'll make my job easier it'll improve my chances I'll be of better winning. yeah but but I think that the where they're both right is Jalen should take all the money he can because you Period. only get so many chances. Yeah, Everyone should always capitalize the most absolutely. they can. Especially every in walk this of sport. life. A- yeah. In every walk of life. Yes. But particularly in this 100%. sport where you put your body on the then line. Then it's also true, like I just said, that he does have to live work there day to day. He does so And he does, and he, I really believe that he truly wants to win. Like I don't I when do he too. does the whole all I care about is winning. I don't it's not lip service but, to me. But here's here's the issue with the whole argument. Is the is the agent and then the league well, and then that, there's for sure because that's all the other stuff. It's like his agent wants him to take the most for her career and her and future. NFL PA the and NFL for other PA players for other players. Hundred percent. Uh, you hear players talk about it and they're like, "We're setting the table for the players to come 100%. after us." Hundred so, like, percent. There's so yes. many angles. To but the other part of it too is like he would have to take significantly less money for it to truly impact who they. Like, again, if he takes, let's say. 
40 million a year instead of 50. Obviously, there's a, a massive difference there, right? It matters. I mean, that would it be matters. Stress, it matters signing for Marcus sure. Epps and TJ Edwards. Yeah, almost, it matters you know? for sure. I'm just saying, I just think this idea when people go like, you know, 45 or 50, I, it would have to be, you know, like 20%, 25% less. And that's a lot of money when you're talking about this. So I think both are true. He should He should get as much money as he can because I would advise any person in my life to ultimately like... But at the same time, like to open the window, like when I came to WIP, like, you know, I, I wanted to be at WIP. Like the, I came here for my career. Right. Like, so I think there's also a real component that people can sympathize with in their everyday life of like, while money matters, I don't think anybody listening to this pod when you have a new job offer or anything like that, you always considered style of life as well. Mm-hmm. Like clearly we all know you, you almost always just take more money, but ultimately I'm sure there's people out there that are like, well, I got this job offer for more money, but you know what? Like, I'm so happy here. My wife's here. I want my, I work with my friends. Like that stuff does matter. So I I, I was making way more money when I went into this business, (laughs) like way more. Like we're talking like, I was making like 10 times more than what I made when I started this okay, business. Yeah. What a flex. Like, and into, yeah. No, it's just the, it, it's the, the, the sad flex is I made absolutely nothing when I started. <laughs> when like started, $0 yeah. dollars practically, you know, like. Right. When you start. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're big money jams. No. Big money morning show. Jim. We don't do big money. Our <laughs> but, business doesn't do big money. That's not how this but works. I guess though, so where we I get fall, to like our jobs. That's where I fall in it ultimately is. I think he should take all he can, but I also don't think you should yell at people that say he should take yeah. less. Yeah, and and again, I think there is a difference between saying he should take less, that's where people can get into trouble, than saying, I want him to take less for the Eagles. Like, it's okay as a right. fan of a team to hope that your team is better because a player makes less money because of that, but you can't, I think that the Let problem me, is when people make it about Jalen and say like he should take less or make it like he's less than if right. he does it. That's where it's wrong. Like he should take whatever the hell he wants to take is what it comes down to. Let me ask you this. Let's say Jalen's sitting in the room and he's like, all right, James, here's the contract. It's in front of me. I can take this, you know, for whatever. But if I take this and it's, let's say, 12 million less a year, I'm definitely keeping Devontae and like they're going to go trade for Austin Eckler. Or something. Like go, like go win a Super Bowl, Jay. So I, no. I right? <laughs> I, I do wonder how many people that are doing the whole don't take less money would advise him to That's like sitting in front of him would yeah. advise him to say, mm, I would take fifty over over forty because it's more money. You know, like I do think most of us would sit here and go, I don't know, man. You get Devontae, Austin Eckler, AJ Brown, <laughs> Dallas Goddard. Like, look, look, Jalen, like I get it. Take but that's a you know it's a difference, and it shouldn't yeah. have to be his responsibility. Too. No, it's another it part of this. Yeah, totally. But I'm just saying realistically, the conversation is Jalen has to consider a lot of things in this. Yeah. All right, let's get to the dead money because you brought it up. Fifty-four million. It's the most in the league. Obviously, it could be more if they trade Slay. Now you made a good point on the could morning show. Something. Good point on the morning show that they have succeeded in the past with dead cap. I went back and looked. They had sixty-four million last year. Yeah, I really think I got. I jo- had no idea. I think idea. I got Joe good in that. For that what was, they right. had sixty-four million, yeah. did, and they had what we feel is the greatest roster in, in the, the history, history of the, of the franchise. franchise. Yeah. So like, and now they have to pay quarterback, and that changes the the dynamics and all that. But like to your point, it is concerning, but it is also something where they have really had success with this model. Yeah, I, I think that. It's one of those things that you look at, especially if they trade Slay and they get up to seventy something on a two hundred twenty million cap. Like <laughs> that's a it's a decent chunk. It yeah. is, but but on the same time, I, you know, I really think it's a lot just kind of like credit card debt in the way where he, how he's just moving it all around. 
And the bottom line is, unless there's like another COVID situation, which obviously for a lot of reasons, knock on wood, that doesn't happen. But unless something like that happens, he's always just going to be able to move it. He just always will. And the cap will go up. So like ultimately the cap is 220 now. It'll take another jump. It'll take another jump. So while the money, the, the dead money will go up and eventually it will reset, the dead money will go up. The cap is also going up. So the number is alarming, but it's mostly about the percentage. And I think that, look, it's to me, it's a kind of like crazy, reckless way to do it. But you know what? Like crazy, reckless people are also really smart sometimes and just their ability to handle it. Like I could never be a day trader or whatever because it just seems like chaotic and how he's good at it, how he knows how to manage the cap this way. So I, I think that it's a notable number. The fact they're number one in the league in it, if you're number one in anything, I think it's notable. Um, so yeah, I, I I think if they trade Slay and they take on the 22 million, that's pretty wild. I am torn on it in the way that I think how he's doing it the right way, and I think that he's really good at managing the cap. And I also do think, though, and I've said this about other teams, I think only losing teams make decisions uh, off of dead cap hits. You know, like when you talk about what the Broncos should have done with Russell Wilson, I know that's a much larger dead cap hit. If you don't think he's the guy, you just move on from him. And the one thing I respect from Howie, and I know Carson forced his way out, but Howie will often not let dead money impact decisions about the roster, and that's why they're always pretty competitive is because they don't worry about the dead money cap hit. They just have the best players, and they'll just always move it all around. Yeah, and by the way, the Cowboys signing a safety, not CJGJ. That would be something. Three-year, $24 million deal for Donovan Wilson. So, okay. Eight mil a year. I don't know. Donovan Wilson, not the player CJGJ is, but, but you know, the market I, would, I can't chase. decide how much I would pay CJ. Yeah, it's interesting. I think like 10 mil a year is yeah, the I, range. I would, I would feel pay. really good giving him eight. Yeah. He's going to get more than that. I think 14, I'd be like. Well, I can't do 14. That's the top of the market. You I'm know? just. Um, here's the other thing I want to say now, and we have to get out of here because I have a meeting coming up in a few. So, um, but, but. I actually have a good final thought. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to that in a second. My, the, the, one last thought on Howie and just the concept of like, you know, and I know that I, you know, am one of these people. Like, I hated the guy. Yeah. Right? I thought he was a horrible, horrible general manager. And the last two years, I have had to over and over and over again say, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I I was was flat out wrong. You were right. You were right. One of the times. For real, though. Yeah. Like, dead right about it. Like, I caution everyone to, like, Let's remember this, all right? And let's remember that Howie Roseman, we all believed a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, is superb yeah. at his job. Nothing that's happened he has changed my opinion. He is brilliant at his yeah, job. 100%. All right? Let's like give the guy a chance to to navigate this instead of just, ah, I agree with that. Like, we had so much Howie like, hate on the show. I'm like, what is happening That right is now? wild. I'm like, this yeah. guy, we just did this. Right. Don't fall into the same trap we just fell into. Give I the mean, guy a chance. They almost won the Super Bowl. In, in all seriousness, is Thank there you. one contract that a defender signed that you were like, they sh- definitely should have matched that? No. Right. Exactly. So ultimately, that, yeah. All right. Let's get to your good final thought. Okay. So here's what I would say. Ooh. The reality, all right. So I think sometimes there's a perception in society where it's like people are on their phones too much. Yes. Right. right? Like is, uh, no, it's a, out with friends. Not, people a, a are big on, time. Yeah, yeah. Out with your friends, people are on your phone. Like me and Chris are at home. We're both on our phone. Here's what we have to accept. None of us are as interesting as the phone. <laughs> oh, no. It's just a reality. Oh, a the take. phone has <laughs> hundreds. Like the worst wait, let me tell you, ready? The phone has millions of content creators in it making purpose content for the sole purpose of entertainment. I could look, I love talking to you. If I go on Twitter, I'm talking with like 
every NFL insider there is. If I go on TikTok, it's literally video and video and video and video and video of things that are interesting. I think I'm a pretty interesting guy. I love talking to Kristen. I love talking to my friends. I can't maintain against 100 million people. I think I get the whole not being on the phone thing, but we also have to accept that the phone is just really, really interesting. It's got tons of fun content. It's got breaking news. It's got videos. It's got songs. Like, I can't compete with that. I can't. This is... is that take is like the 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 problem with with life right now. It's a lot. Maybe we should just take phones Man, away. What a but depressing thought. It, but it's, it's true. Human interaction. I got eh, maybe forty. Can't do better than this I, thing. I got maybe forty minutes of good convo in me. Oh. After that, like I I could go on Twitter for I, hours. I, I, I TikTok, I like Instagram. Thing. I would podcast. much rather talk to a Think, person than be on my phone. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not better. I'm saying. No human can be as interesting uh, as your phone. Because <laughs> there's millions of people in the phone. Oh, God. I, it's like I'm it's fighting not, an army to try uh, to, like, be interesting. Uh, I don't know. I'm just... I think it's true. <laughs> I know you do. I really do. I, know I mean, seriously. Do. Like, you know, think about it. Like, when, yeah. when, I, 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 when I'm on my phone, I am getting content from people uh, all over the world. Yeah. If it, Imagine the balls it would take. I don't know if that's, like, a... If that's a uh, ear muffler, it's not. not. Okay. You're fine. For to me to sit in an auditorium and have it be just me, and to have another auditorium be filled with million a million people, and me to go, I think I'm more interesting. There's a million people in the other one. There's content creators. It's human interaction. So- you're not looking at a screen. You're looking at a person. Yeah, but like that's like saying like well, I get when you interact with someone face to face, but it, you know, no, it's right. like texting. I, I gotta go. I got this meeting. I, I'm very. I, I, I know you do. Yeah. Um. I had a, a thing we'll save for next. I want to get into the, the the nickel coach, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I just think it's really unique. We'll talk about that next time. We got a lot more to get into too. Inclu- and let Elliot know what you in, think of in his. In a million years, it, I would have never guessed you were going to say I want to get into the new nickel. I know. Coach. <laughs> uh, that's why I wanted to. So I put in my notes that I just opened now. So that was good. Uh, opening at the end of the pod. Nice. Um, let Elliot know what you think of his the phone beats human interaction. I'm not saying I like it. It's just a reality. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could be as interesting as the phone. I'm not. Nobody is. <laughs> He's Elliot of James. Right. 